0: I, just want them I just want them Chelsea. I This woman is a disgrace. I Hey guys, welcome back to Chelsea's Disgrace Podcast, or if you're listening for the first time, uh, thank you and hello and thanks for stopping by. Uh, so this uh, episode is the second part to my last episode uh, about some of my crushes that I've had over the years. So, uh last episode I left off telling you about my grade 2 crush named Emilio that ended tragically in a bad haircut. So, it took a while and a lot of hair growing before I even had the desire to crush on somebody again. But, there was no denying my raging 4th grade boner for a boy that went by the name of Tyler Clink. Now, Tyler was a complete fucking babe and undoubtedly one of the most popular guys in our grade and i just wanted to like throw him up against my locker and stick my hand right through his tearaway pants and just fondle his pre-pubescent dick I really wish I knew back then uh, what I know now, and that is according to a extensive Facebook creep, Tyler is still a complete fucking babe and lives uh, in what looks like some sort of mountainous paradise, and I probably should have been the first girl to just, you know, start giving blowies out in grade 5, so Tyler would have asked me out, and I could now be living in this mountainous paradise as well as Mrs. Chelsea Clink, but um, I'm a I'm kidding. I'm just kidding. I actually have landed myself a uh, current boyfriend that I am actually super stoked about because he's very handsome and he likes stuff that I like and he likes to finger bang me and a lot of guys don't do that because I think it's for teenagers but I think it's super cool and I just love it so much that if my vagina was wide enough I'd make him fist me but Yeah, I like him a lot, and I don't even hate him a little bit, which is weird because I pretty much hate everybody, and being in a relationship usually makes me want to run for the hills or the mountains and find Tyler Klink, but um, not this time, and I'll probably dedicate a whole podcast in the future to just how much I enjoy him and his penis, so stay tuned for that, but... Uh Yeah, okay, okay. Back to uh, my grade five crush, Tyler Clink So I'm pretty sure the only exchanging of words him and I have ever made toward each other was the time he came up to me and said, so you're like a tomboy, eh? And I was like... Yeah, totally. I I had no idea what a tomboy was, um, but I was happier than a pig in shit that he acknowledged my existence. And I figured it was probably a super cool slang word that uh, was so super cool that only the superest of coolest kids like Tyler Clink knew what it meant. And he must have thought that I was super cool too enough to understand what a tomboy meant. So uh, I had an extra pep in my step that day. Feeling flat as hell uh, until I went home that night and I went on a quest to find out just exactly what a tomboy meant so I figured if I asked my mom she would like grill me with a bunch of questions about my potential new lover and Honestly, I just couldn't deal with that. Like, especially when the relationship was so new and fragile. So, um, I just looked it up in our family dictionary, which I actually still have today. It's the uh, 1965 edition of the uh, Winston Canadian Dictionary for Schools. And when I open it, it smells like I stuck a rotten strawberry up my asshole and farted into a mason jar. It's really super old and smelly, but nonetheless, it uh, sheds some. Light on a harsh reality for me, and it defined tomboy as a girl who acts like a lively, noisy boy. And I thought to myself, "Well, that that doesn't sound like an, an attractive." quality to a super cool fifth grade boy so then i looked it up again in our uh, more advanced 1983 edition of the canadian dictionary thinking well like maybe the definition has changed over the years i mean lots of stuff changes over the years the the world is advancing quickly i mean i had two black friends so i looked it up again and that dictionary uh defined tomboy as a girl who is more active and enjoys rougher games than most girls. Okay, um I wasn't sure how to take this. I didn't even like sports of any kind, let alone the rough ones. Like the only thing given out more than notes excusing me from gym class was the elastic bands around my underwear because I was husky and was a husky tomboy with a lesbian haircut and teeth like a British candy lover, someone Tyler Clink would never want to be with because who could ever learn to love a beast? So uh, I quickly gave up on even attempting to go forward with my relationship with Tyler. Instead, I just wrote about him in my uh, perfume-scented diary, which, by the way, is a very ladylike, non-tomboyish item to have, might I add. So in there, I wrote about uh, how cute I thought he was and things I wanted to do to him and how I wish he'd asked me out and how I was too scared to talk to him and just like a bunch of lame shit like that. Well, little did I know that revealing these sacred feelings to my diary would soon lead to the worst day of my entire life up to that point so far. So down the road uh, lived a kid my age named Derek Sheep, and Derek was a troublemaking piece of shit who I wanted to tie up to a tree and throw boiled hot dogs at but my parents made me play with them because they were friends with Derek's parents. And uh, just a side note, I, I'd like for everyone to know that uh, Derek has grown up to be actually a very lovely young man, and I no longer have any desire to throw hot dogs at him, mostly because I'm poor and I don't like to waste food, but also because he's a really nice guy now. So um, one day I was at the mall with my mother, uh, going about my rounds, hitting up Northern Gateway for teddy bear themed sweatshirts, and uh, checking out. Zellers for discounted underpants and, of course, Cinnabon for Cinnabons. And when I got home, uh, Derek was over playing with my brother, and I was like, ugh, Derek, what are you doing here? And then Derek says, I went in your room and found your diary i'm telling tyler you have a crush on him and i immediately felt like i was gonna throw up i had no idea how to stop this sneaky ass motherfucker so that night i just laid in bed wide awake praying that Derek's threats were as empty as like my dad's side of the bed after mommy yells at him but with my luck probably not and i pictured it going down something like this So, the class would rise for the morning national anthem as per usual, and then the principal would go on to give us the morning announcements, which were always about how shitty our soccer team did last night, but how proud we should be for showing Team Spirit. Go Cougars! And then the principal would announce that he had a special guest with him, and that special guest would be making a special announcement, and it would pique everyone's interest, and all ears would be on this very special announcement from this mystery guest, then everyone would hear it. Derek's voice infiltrating the halls in the (laughs) classrooms. Hello, fellow students. This is Derek Sheep. And I am here to announce that Chelsea Grace in Miss Florichuk's grade 5 class has a huge honking crush on Tyler Clink. This fact has been proven true as it has been validated via the reading of her sacred perfume-scented diary. Ha ha ha, Tyler. That is all. Thank you and have a good day. And then the entire class would turn to poor, embarrassed Tyler and point their little, grubby, index fingers at him and begin a chorus of roaring laughter. And he would look over at me with a look of sheer loathing, and I would mouth the words, I'm so sorry to him as I tried to sneakily make my exit so I could bust on out of there and run into oncoming traffic. But just as I'm about to slip out the door, in comes Derek, returning from the principal's office where he made the big announcement that would ruin my life forever. And he would block my escape route with his big, big bulky, wrestling shirt wearing stature and he'd yell, Hey Tyler, put a leash on your woman. She's trying to escape And the entire class would look over at me and start laughing and judging and chanting tomboy loves tyler tomboy loves tyler then i would kick jerkwad Derek in the fat leg and push him out of my way and run down the hallway which is lined with students from grades kindergarten to grade eight who are just laughing and pointing and holding up signs made for macaroni that say chelsea plus tyler equals not gonna happen and as i'm running down the halls i hear give up chelsea he doesn't like you chelsea I thought you were a dude Chelsea and then I'd be forced to not only move schools but provinces because news of my crush would surely spread like wildfire via cups on string phones, yearbook messages, recess gossip and probably somehow the national news. (sighs) So, although what really happened wasn't quite as dramatic, it was pretty comparable, seeing as it was still very embarrassing. I was on edge all day, wondering if Derek was actually enough of a douche wrangler to tell Tyler what he had read in my diary. Then, when recess hit, Derek came up to me and he says, Well, I'm going to go tell Tyler now that you have a crush on him. And all I could do was just stand there and watch this horrifying embarrassment as he ran over to Tyler Clink and told him in front of all his friends that I, the ugliest girl in class, had a crush on him. Everyone looked over at me and laughed, and I spent the rest of the day avoiding him, which wasn't very different from any other day anyway. The next couple of days, uh, I just stayed home from school, plotting my revenge. But the only ammo I really had against Derek was that he has Thomas the Tank engine bedsheets, but uh, that wasn't enough to break him. So I just prayed that the school would burn down with him in it, but of course, no such luck The school was still there when I returned the following week, and so was Tyler Klink. Uh, Luckily, uh, nobody ever confronted me about my ridiculous crush, and after that hellish nightmare, I just went back to crushing on celebrities. Uh, due to the low level of possibility of meeting one and being rejected by him in person. So this way, I could remain ugly and awkward and love celebrities from afar and just pretend my pillows are their faces by riding them with my bare vagina. So that being said... My next major crush was Taylor Hanson, the middle brother from the very talented band that brought you Mbop. I remember thinking that if I didn't end up marrying Taylor Hanson, that my life would just never be complete. I would never be able to reach my maximum level of happiness. I just thought he was so fucking sexy. Like, his voice, his hair, his vagina, probably. I admit that he was was rather girly looking. Um, It did make me question my sexuality a little bit. But uh, nonetheless, Taylor was all man. And man, did I want all of him. Like, I would constantly fantasize about him during class and at bedtime. And um, now that I was a little bit older, my fantasies were a little more advanced and aggressive than my cousins with Uncle Jesse fantasy I, I dreamt about uh, fucking the living shit out of Taylor Hansen. like I would be fucking him uh, logistically I didn't know how this would really work out in real life but in my mind I did a lot of hair pulling and ass smacking and sometimes his brothers would even uh, join in if I was feeling extra naughty But um, having a crush on him was hard work because I had about uh, 15 pictures of him on my wall, but liking Hanson was insanely uncool so basically our love was forbidden by society standards so I had two friends at this time and they were uh, both way cooler than me which makes me wonder like why they would even want to hang Uh, no okay I was I was the duff never mind I get it now I was the duff but um, yeah so they were way cooler than me and um, I just had to keep up somewhat of a coolish appearance so Every time they would come over, I had to carefully peel down all my Taylor Hansen pictures and cover up the suspicious tape marks with Spice Girls stuff, which was cool. Uh, I love the Spice Girls too, but I didn't want to like vigorously masturbate to them until my vagina was chafing so much. It looked like my legs were too. Italian waiters littering, littering your spaghetti with Parmesan cheese. So, yeah, Taylor Hansen, major major crush of mine. I uh, I actually saw the Hansen Brothers live in concert a couple years ago, which was pretty fucking awesome. Uh, it's definitely something on my bucket list that I never uh, thought I'd be able to do. And let me tell you, Taylor Hansen, ugh, I wish I got to at least hug him because he's still a human turkey baster. Like he could moisten my panties with a single squeeze. Uh, Anyway, as Hanson started to phase out, my interest was piqued by a new celebrity crush, um, one of ethnicity this time. I felt so cultured. I was uh, head over heels for the sexy-as-fuck Latin sensation Ricky Martin, which is only notable because he was the first of many, many, many many boys i've had a crush on that ended up being gay so uh, i guess what i'm trying to say is that ricky martin sort of spearheaded the story of my life so so far uh, including this episode and part one of my crushes episode uh, we've learned that i've crushed on celebrities boys in real life gay boys and even stuffed animals so why not just add to the weirdness and tell you about the time I had a crush on a cartoon character I'm not sure if you remember the cartoon recess but um, I'm sure most of you do if not I I highly recommend you watch it because it's amazing Basically, it's about a gang of kids and the adventures they get into during recess, and uh, leading this gang of kids was TJ Detweiler, an average-looking guy with the charisma of a perverted uncle and the realness of a white man with a black man's dick, which is none at all. like You just can't find that shit around these parts here. But there's just something about him that, uh, that made me wish he was real. Although I'm about 98% sure he would have, like, no interest in me whatsoever if he was. But a girl can dream, right, I guess? So I googled uh, who the voice actor was for him the other day. And it turns out uh, it's the brother of actors Joey and Matt Lawrence. So now, aside from the Hansons, here's another trio of brothers that I wouldn't mind being penetrated all at once by. Then, of course, there was my uh, grade school principal, Mr. Hillman, Mr. uh, Jeff Hillman, Mr. You Can Put It Anywhere Hillman, as I called him. Uh, Whenever I'd see that tall drink of water in the hallway, I'd just get as close to him as I could, and I'd just pretend to smack his ass. And my friends thought it was a funny joke but uh, secretly inside I wanted him to catch me and take me to his office and like punish me like punish me real bad maybe teach me a lesson not to pretend spank people's asses by bending me over his knee and really spanking my ass like a little taste of my own medicine can't hurt right maybe he could like Tie me up in a chair with his necktie And like beat me with a meter stick Or something I'm Just just throwing some ideas out there Nothing set in stone or anything And then there was uh, The massive crush I had On a boy in grade 10 uh, His name was Matt now, Matt was a little different uh, because he actually knew I was alive, which was a step in the right direction if I'm banking on making him my husband and uh, future father of my children. So um, English class was the only class that I had with Matt, and uh, we sat together where we talked and we goofed around all period long, and all the while I'm impressing him with like my wicked peer editing skills. Now, I had English class right after lunch. And I would always be so excited and nervous to see him that my armpits would always sweat right through my shirt. Like, a lot of sweat. Like, I could never wear a shirt because the pits would turn brown faster than an apple that's only half eaten. Because halfway through, you realize, like, you don't like apples. So, white shirts... No, big no. I could have probably been wearing a parka made of down feathers and I'm sure sweat would have still somehow penetrated through each and every layer, like gracing my pits with stains and sweaty shame. So I'd always just excuse myself a little bit early from lunch and uh, my friends always just thought I was taking a post-lunch shit, but what I was actually doing was I'd walk up to the third floor bathroom that nobody used and I'd lock the door and I'd throw my damp pits under the hand dryer. It was a risky operation, but uh, I figured better to get caught drying my pits by some other weirdo that uses the third floor bathroom rather than having Matt see and or smell my underarm situation in English class. So, uh, I always fantasized that, uh, we'd be listening to the teacher recite some sort of Shakespeare play and then Matt and I would be just so bored that we'd look at each other and then, thou shalt finger bang thee under thy desk. Like, I think that would have been insanely hot. Except for the fact that I quickly learned that Matt was very, very religious Something I knew nothing whatsoever about. Like, the only mentioning of anything to do with God in the disgraced household is when my mom says stuff like, Like, Jesus Christ, Chelsea, can you please, for the love of God, rinse the tub after you shave your legs? So, I'm thinking to myself, well, shit. Uh, I basically have two options now. I can continue on being my unholy self and hope he likes me despite my sinful mouth and my Judas ways. Or I could pretend to be an angelic saint who's close homies with the man upstairs. So I did the respectable thing. I remembered a few years back, my brother was pissed because he bought a girl a pair of earrings for Easter. And in return, she gave him a book of prayers. So I thought, well... Yeah, you know, time to put this bad boy to use. So uh, I brought the book of prayers with me to English class in hopes Matt would see me reading it and think, "Wow." The fact that she reads prayer books for fun is so hot. I need to wife this girl so I can fuck the shit out of her without breaking my faith. And then we would live an incredible life together, and I would suffer through church every Sunday where I would confess that I never actually read a single word in that prayer book back in high school, and the only reason I come to church on Sunday is because Matt takes me out for brunch afterwards, and then I'm actually really disappointed because I pictured church being like a fun-filled Experience with a choir full of joyous black people that would just lift my spirits to new heights. However, uh, Matt never said anything about my nifty little prayer book, and I even did like all the actions that people do when they seem really interested in a book, like nodding while being like "mm-hmm, mm-hmm," and holding the book like really close to my face and using my finger to follow along with the words. And I even have a lovely blue bookmark with a white dove and a Jesus fish on it to mark my page to give off the illusion that I was interested in picking it up again and starting from where I left off, and nothing. It was clear to me that he was never going to ask me to hang out outside of English class, so I thought I would address the matter by arranging an accidental outside of school meeting by uh, finding his address in the phone book and riding my bike by his house, which my mom told me was stalkerish, but I saw it as nothing else than romantic. I mean, like you never see that kind of commitment anymore these days. That was the original form of creeping. This was before Facebook, so we had to be more uh, creative back in those days sadly after many unsuccessful bike rides by his house and what with the school year ending we grew apart and uh, our love never flourished the way I hoped it would have but hey like I said I am now happy because I have a boyfriend like I don't know if I mentioned that I have a boyfriend but I have a boyfriend who's like real and he knows I exist and he even tells people that I'm his girlfriend sometimes like if there's a chance he'll never see that person again but like still it's romantic and and he's my boyfriend i don't know if he said boyfriend but boy, we're together like boy, boyfriend boy, boyfriend girlfriend boy. okay i'm done guys please drop me a line at chelsea disgrace at gmail.com send me your feedback and your thoughts about the podcast i would appreciate that and remember that i'm here to make yourself no to make you Feel better about yourself. One Chelsea Grace problem at a time. We'll see you next time.